So do you feel like you get more sex now because you are established or back then when you was on your come Listen, up? it's been raining cat all my life. <laughs> Meow. Not only did they steal my clothes, niggas stealing my drawers. <laughs> if you were in a relationship, how would you feel about like a woman cheating on you? And that made me want more. You know, it, it helped fuel my ambition. They hate when you elevate. Yo, y'all tuning in to Shark of the Fish Tank, brought to you by La Palace. We bring you the hottest dancers in the city, the biggest sharks in the city, give you straight, live, uncut, raw conversations. Right here, live on the podcast. Y'all tune in. Let's go. But hey, when you elevate. This your girl, Taylor Rose, and we're here with a new episode with the Shark in the Fish Tank, presented by La Palace. Here you have today my co host, FLOOR Shaker. And I have my lovely guest to the left, Jones. Mola. So, we got the Mr. Safe Tax and the Tax Events Expert. They is in the building. Okay. Big sharks. Yeah, big sharks in the building. So, tell me, um, Jones, what makes you a shark? I think for me, it's probably my confidence. Yeah, more so than anything. So, a lot of people got things, got money, got jewels, got cars, but not everybody is aware of themselves. And I think I really know who I am. And that comes off of my body language and how I communicate, you know? So that's that's my thing. Okay, so you got a little uh, yeah. self-awareness going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, That's always good to do a lot of self-awareness. Or do you, are you big on like affirmations and things like that? Not necessarily. I don't, I didn't, I didn't get a lot of them on my way here. Mm -hmm. So I learned how to operate without them, but I do appreciate them. And how about you, Molly? Man, I would say my ability to adapt. Like Money Mitch said, paid it for, I done sold and done it all in these streets. Like it don't matter what it is, just, if I see it makes sense, then I'm willing to learn and trying to get into that avenue and tap in and get some money with it. I got into the tax game back in 18, and um, I had never even seen a W-2 before in my life. I never even seen, did a job application. And um, my boy here, you know, we met living at The View, and he tapped me into that lane, and I've been doing it ever since. But like I say, I'm, I done did some of everything it is, you know what I'm saying? That's why so many people out here know me. I'm just easy to, to adapt and I'm easy to talk to. So you saying that Jones is who really introduced you to the tax industry? Yeah, he did. Okay, that's what's up. So you out here putting people on. For sure, for okay. sure. Yeah, safe. So when it comes to the safe tax brand, like, how do you see it expanding in the, in the future? Probably going to continue on the road that we're going. You know, oh. right now we're in um, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, um, North Carolina, D.C., Chicago, all the way down to Miami. Wow. You know, and um, with virtual affiliates all over the country. And um, so I think our next step is to just continue to add services, you know, so that we can really capitalize off our customers, off our current customer base, you know, and um, be able to do more for our customers as well. Do you see, like, maybe you can set up, like, a foundation program for, like, young black men or for sure. minorities? It don't even have to just be black, but... For sure. I mean, one of my ultimate goals is to start a nonprofit for my mom. Mm -hmm. Everybody calls my mom Oak Ridge's mom okay. because she pretty much raised everybody's kids and some people's parents. At some point, almost every one of my friends growing up lived with us at a certain point in time. You know, so... Being that that's my mom's life work, I would love to honor her by creating a foundation or, or a nonprofit for her so that she could continue to do what she does on a bigger scale, you know, and leave her mark on that community. And in addition to that, every year I always do community events. Um, August 6th at my Ivy Lane location, which is at 916 South Ivy Lane 
August 6th is on a Sunday from 1 to 5. We have our seventh annual back to school drive where we give about 400 kids book bags, laptops, bicycles, iPads, TVs, um, gift cards. You know, we feed everybody. We provide haircuts, uh, hair braiding. And that's just one of the community events that we do every year, along with turkey drives, toy drives. So this has been an ongoing thing. I'm really big on community. That's amazing. That's great. I'm glad that you were able to, you know, regain money and also yeah. be able to distribute it to the community that right. you grew up in. Right. How about you, Molly? I see us um expanding. I'm already looking at locations in New York and um in the Brooklyn area. I got a few friends that's trying to tap in with me under um my wing under my branch. And um my team has gotten stronger over the years. So now I don't have to do as much and be in the office as much, even though I like doing it. I can step back, you know, and handle other situations and try to mentor other people and show them the ropes into the tax game because I'm so much of an advocate for it because people, they see how where I come from and what I was able to accomplish. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I really hit a reset button after I got into the tax game. I kind of like got rid of all the street stuff that I had going on. I just went cold turkey. That's why a lot of people didn't see me for a while because I was so locked in into getting into my craft and getting back to how I wanted to get to and making this thing work because business it ain't nothing like the street world. You know, it take a grind. It might not pop once you start it in the beginning, but if you stay focused and stay down with it, it's going to pop eventually. So my my biggest thing was just say, um, if anybody that's looking to get into that game, I mean, it ain't easy, but that ain't like, that's like any business. Any business not easy. You just got to stay dedicated and get you somebody that can show you the ropes, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just like anything. You got certain people that, that's out here to show you. You some people that won't want to keep the game for themselves. But you know, I'm a good I'm a good person to talk to. My boy next to me is a good person to talk to. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I just see myself and my and my company going for the next few years, just suspending. And let me just add, Moly is the most successful affiliate I've ever had. Numbers wise, he's been the biggest producer that I've ever brought in. You know, right now it's about sixty four of us. Mm -hmm. You know, talking about locations, Branch branded wise. and non branded, mm -hmm. safe tax and affiliates mm -hmm. nationwide. And out of everybody, he's been my biggest producer. You know, so I just want to tip my hat to Moly on that. And I want to thank him too because he trusted me and because of that, other people were able to trust me as well too. So he's been a big part of my story. So you're not really against um, when it comes to spreading the knowledge because there's so many tax like companies. I, I see them every day. They pop up come January 1st. Everybody want to start a tax company. I do a couple of taxes myself, but I just dibble and dabble. I ain't really too serious in it. But, you know, are y'all like, how do you feel like it? I don't feel like y'all will be that type of guy, but how do you feel and what advice can you give for a company that just want to throw up a tax company? Do you respect the slow up grinder or somebody who just set up shop and just go for it? Or like which one get the most respect or in your eyes do you feel like they get they stepping into a lion's den and they gonna drown so you ain't really worrying about them or i wish you the much success for one everybody has their own rite of passage right mm -hmm. everybody gets into things different ways some people might come in and just try it and jump out there and some people are fortunate enough to have somebody that's farther along than them that can help mentor and coach them whatever their route is that's their choice and they'll have to deal with what comes with it but as far as i'm concerned you know i've been doing this 10 years now and i've never closed a location you know and i've never moved a location so i believe in you know picking a spot staying serving the community growing 
working with the community. I've seen people's kids grow up and then become clients at this point, you know, so I'm always going to respect the person that bets on themselves, that looks for guidance and mentorship, has a plan and, and plans to be in a community and stay there for a long time. Now, as far as competition is concerned, I don't see anybody. I haven't and I still don't. When it comes to the scene and you seeing like, you know, men or female uh, with like nice cars, nice jewelry, VIP bottles, they blowing unnecessary money. Do you encourage this activity or do you say like what like what would you say um, to those people who just, you know, kind of be, you know, boasting and, you know, showboating a lot? I've been going to the palace since probably about in the beginning of 2015, back when they kind of first opened it up. <clears throat> and I've seen tons of people come and go over the years. I mean, come and go, come and go. You know, everybody had their runs. You know what I'm saying? Where they, you know, whatever kind of lane they in, they be popping at that moment. But it's very few that stick out that still come from over the years that's been coming from day one. I mean, sometimes I, I don't really pay attention to what anybody be doing, man. Sometimes some people may actually got it. Some of my people might be going through some, you know what I'm saying? And this might be their way of coping. Um, to get what they got going on in their head, you know what I'm saying? You never know what people be going through, and sometimes the club and just and, and, and spending that or whatever might be the, the only thing that kind of make them feel wholesome. Becomes a therapy sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do sometimes. <laughs> even, <laughs> even, though, even though they might be doing it with their last or whatever the case is, sometimes it's be the only therapy sometimes that they can get sometimes. Right. Which is kind of crazy. It's how it sounds. It's crazy to look at it that you way. Sometimes you need to come but, see yeah. some cheeks clapping. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, I, I don't, me personally, I don't look down on it only because that's kind of what motivated me. When I grew up, I seen those guys with the cars, with the chains, popping bottles, and that made me want more. You know, it, it helped fuel my ambition. So I'm not necessarily against it, but I feel like there's a way to do it the right way. Because mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie, there are people that I've recruited that said, I know you because of your Lambo. Mm -hmm. You know, I know you because of your I-8 or your different car, your chain or this and that, right? And if you're using it for a purpose like that, if you think about it from that perspective, then it becomes like an investment because I'm investing in my personal brand. I'm dressing up my brand. I'm using it to attract and recruit people who's going to help me grow my business and overall move my agenda forward. Right. So if you're thinking about it from that perspective, cool. But if you're out here balling and you don't have a purpose behind it, then no, no, you're doing it wrong. Right. You're, you're doing it wrong. You, you got to think about something. Right. I, I do this and, it, and it, I make it look good because I waited so long. Right. You know, you waited I, your I, time. I was living in an apartment in Metro West. I had a two bedroom apartment. Right. But I had three grown men living with me. So if you count rooms, everybody didn't even have a room. There was people sleeping on the couch, sleeping in a loft area, you know, and at that time. I didn't even have a car. I had wrecked my Chrysler 300 and there was a period where my girlfriend at the time, I was driving her Corolla when I could. Or my brother, he had an extra car that had roaches in it, literally. <laughs> I bombed the car three or four times. It was like a Chevy it. Traverse. Yeah. And I would ride that. I would literally Mutating. borrow cars from whoever, <laughs> right? But I had $805,000 in the bank. Right. You see what I'm saying? And that was back then, right? So I, I waited. I waited until me going to get the Lambo and, and this and that wasn't wasn't a reach, you know. So if you have a method to your madness, then then go ahead, ball out, do your thing. But if you're out here just playing with yourself and and you don't know where you're going and there's no purpose behind it, then then just take a break, sit down and then uh, yeah. regroup and let regroup. it come to you. So now that we're on that topic, what do y'all think about people who rock fake designer clothing and chains and all that stuff? Me personally. I'd rather just stay down until I actually got it. 
You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I don't knock whatever. Some, sometimes you got to put on that image, you know what I'm saying, to attract a certain type of crowd, you know, whether if you're a rapper or whatever. Like, like you say, certain people might know you from your jury or your cars, and sometimes you have to put on that image. But me, I'd rather just sit back and just, you know, wait my turn. Stay yeah, down till it's your turn. I, I would say, I, and um, for me, I'm not going to lie, I wear fake shoes today. <laughs> <laughs> Who going to question me? Ain't yeah, I mean, I feel like if, if you I, got a few pieces that's, if you know I can afford it, baby. why do it matter if what I choose to wear? Because celebrities do it all the time because they be getting robbed and lie. this and I've, that. I've done that L a Listen to times. me, if I can't go to the store and buy them, right. right? If I can't send somebody to the store to wait for them, if I can't download a bottle or app that could pick them for me, and if the, the guy that got them that's reselling trying to take my soul, no, nah, I'm just going to get the fake ones. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm cool with that. Say you a little I'm money. And I will tell you they fake. Right. It don't mean nothing to me. These are beaters, really these are beaters right here. Yes, you, 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 real life. <laughs> you know what you I'm saying? I know that they don't make exactly. me. They might make my outfit look good, but they don't make me. Yeah, right. Make you know you, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, no, nah, I'm cool with that. And to be honest, too, fake Rolexes carry me for years you know what i'm saying when i first got my little piece of change and my vision was bigger than what i appeared to be how, how i showed up in front of people i got me a fake rolex submariner and i wore that thing for three years right and i got by on that thing with the cubic zirconia tennis chain stop playing with me right <laughs> but i cleaned crazy. my chain every time i <laughs> walked out the house shit. you hear me i would i had the, the, the i had the damn dish soap with the liquid in a bowl <laughs> and that. i would leave my chain and my earrings and as soon as i walk in the house and if i leave i'm taking it out i'm drying it off with the napkin i hit it with the blow dryer and mine was crispy it looked so good that i almost could stand right by the yeah, guys with yeah. the real yeah. like, right. that clean and that care Carried me for years and that allowed me to save my money right until i could until go out and get turn. the real thing so turn. like i say if you got a method to your madness then make your thing work Fact. and i agree with that too because I, I see a lot of men all the time like they'll spend their last they'll spend their last real money they'll spend their last they'll take your money your bitch money and just to go to the mall to be fresh for 24 hours and then when you go home bitch you is opening another to an empty apartment or bitch you don't got no food in your refrigerator like bitch you living in, in joe's apartment like it's crazy. So Brother, people do idolize a person who got on a $20,000 chain, but you may got $200 in your bank account. Right. Mm. So who we really laughing at? So why we all this? So what is the brokest thing someone ever done around you? <laughs> the brokest thing? Shit. I've had so much brokenness around me. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> my God. You know, I didn't I didn't have people take pictures on my car, post it on their page like it's theirs, and then I get tagged in the picture, and I'm like, yo, what are you doing, guy? <laughs> This is mine. You know what I'm saying? There's only one of these. They know this is not yours. You right. know. Now I didn't. I didn't had. I didn't had guys who I took off the street and helped them start a tax business. Put their first couple real dollars in their pocket, and then they tell me they're gonna show up to the training. We'll be getting ready for next season, and then they don't show up. Stop answering the phone, and then I, next time I see them, they got their own office. You know, I didn't. I didn't seen all kind of broke, crazy madness going. You know. Man, I done seen some wild shit, man. I done had some wild shit happen to me. I done had somebody break in my house, steal my clothes. Not only did they steal my clothes, niggas stealing my drawers. Oh, <laughs> like for you to steal another man's drawers Come is on, out man. of control, man. Hey, they were designer. And then, yeah, they were cool. They were designer. That might be the brokest thing I've ever heard. Right now. You stealing drawers? I'm gonna take it up another. God. I'm gonna take it up another level. Hey, yo. <laughs> so not only did they steal my drawers, they stole some shoes and they left one uh, the, uh shoe right. They left one of the shoes. They broke back into my shit two weeks later to steal the other shoe to go with the pal. Oh my oh god! To call the police. Oh 
come back and get the shoe. <laughs> Look, who, who you, the are you, you won't be needing these. Are you crazy, <laughs> bro? That is the wild. Who the fuck? Oh my god. What would you say would be like one of your biggest pet peeves when it comes to like anything? Like your biggest pet peeve. You get to a certain level in life where you understand that there's certain things you don't have to tolerate. Right, no right. You know what I'm saying? The more self-sufficient you become, the less you have to tolerate. And then those things that you used to tolerate usually end up becoming pet peeves. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I hate when people come to me with a handout before they've done anything, added any value to my life or anything. That's man or woman. I, I just, you know, don't do that with me. Like, that's that's probably my biggest thing. I kind of go to piggyback off of what we was talking about with broke shit, like, as a man, bro, like, when you go out and you hang, that's why whenever you see me, I'm rarely with a bunch of dudes. So if, as a man, when you go out and hang with another man, y'all outside, just have a little something. Just don't be coming just expecting somebody else to be your daddy and just pay for spend everything. everything. Not your daddy. And just spend I, I everything, spend bro. Everything. Just, just, you know what I'm saying? I rap why I'd rather hang around here. If I'm going to do that, I might as well do it with the bitches. And you know what I'm saying? Rather than another grown man, so that's that's one of them. I would I would say. Hey fellas, what's your biggest turn off with women? I don't like it when women just make things difficult for no reason. You know what I'm saying? If you like me, act like you like me. Like why is we playing? If you like it, act like you like it. So you like, like a submissive woman? I mean, you could be submissive, but just act like you like it. I want to feel that. I, I need that feedback. That's what we yeah, call yeah. it—that feedback. You know, if I text you, text me back at a decent time. You know, if I call you and, and a couple times and you don't see it, hit me back. You know what I'm saying? Or or if you text me back, be like, hey, my bad, I ain't get your call. Or if you see me out in public, don't try to act too cool. But then when you see me out by myself, you want to grab me and jump up and wrap your legs around shit. me and stuff like that. Shit. Like, <laughs> no, like, you know what I'm saying? Just like, just, just act, act like, like you, act like you boy, like me. Yo, like, you don't make things that can be so simple difficult. You know, just keep it real. If you were in a relationship, how would you feel about like a woman cheating on you? Like, how would you handle that? It happened to me recently. I got took oh, all the way up through oh, that. Oh, that's why you dating ooh, yourself. Ooh, I got took all the way up through that. Boy, good Lord. Sheesh. It happens to the best of us. Oh, it happens, boy. Yeah. I got, I got, got. I mean, it is what it is, though. Like, I just look at it like a lesson. I find a little bit of accountability in everything that happens to me, right? Right. So when I look back at the situation, I can say, dang, I seen all the flags. I ignored them. Right. I gave them chances when I, sh I should have left. I had so many opportunities to leave and walk out of the door and do better, but I chose to stay. So I really created the environment for that to happen to me. So I got to take accountability there and I got to just not put myself in that situation again. So that's kind of how I feel about it. But then I just keep pushing because I, I don't have a problem attracting women. Right. I can get a girl. So do you no feel problem. like you get more sex now? When, because you are established or back then when you was on your come Listen, up? it's been raining cat all my life. <laughs> <laughs> Me out. You right? I go outside with an umbrella. Okay? Right. <laughs> in, in the broad daylight because it's cat raining everywhere. So I I think now I just live above my, like my, my impulses. Mm -hmm. So I just, I just don't care no more for it. If I get it, I, if I, if I get it, I get it. But I ain't, I ain't chasing it. I ain't whatever. If you don't want me, I ain't, I'm not going to try to persuade you and convince you. So if your ex could be any animal in the world, what would she be? My ex? Yeah, the one that cheated on you. What animal lies? <laughs> she ain't a lion. Uh, a lion. Because a lion lies. A lion lion. <laughs> a lion lies. Lying, what? Bro. So do you think um, the single life is better than being in a relationship nowadays? Nah. No, no, I wouldn't say that. I think they're just two separate things. They're, there's power in both of them. Right. You know what I'm saying? I know how to I know how to make the most out of both of them, so I like them both equally. Mm. What about you, Molly? I mean, 
It's always good to be in a good relationship with somebody that compliments you. You know, sometimes that be a good motivation to help push you. But then sometimes it can be a downside, too, when you got that person that's just dragging you down. So once you find the right one, I guess, then. So are y'all faithful men or are y'all cheaters? Um, I did it before. I used to always with cheating, like always. Like, it never worked because I always want shit. So I tried it before. I did it for a while. I can be both. Mm-hmm. He tried to be faithful. But I'm, but I'm going to keep it real, though. You know what I'm saying? I might not tell you who or exactly what's going on, but you, you'll know from outside and I'm moving around like that you know I, th I think my problem is that I make every girl feel like they're the only girl even when they know that they're not you a dangerous man very <laughs> right I'll, right right but every woman's gonna leave better yeah all right yeah, so every if single you, uh, woman that ever dated me left better off so if you had a choice uh bartender waitress or dancer bartender all day all day yeah because yeah, why is that I don't like people touching what's mine right I, I don't like that. So, so selfish. the bar, very, uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, bar I, holds I them selfish. The bar with my holds women, back. with my women, with my money, you with my cars, with my jewelry. Yeah, I'm very selfish with certain things, you know. So the bar is, she's behind the bar. It's harder for men to touch her. If she allow a man to touch her, then I know that was intentional. It'd be easy for me to get the hell up out of there. But the mindset don't really be that. That, that don't be the mindset, like when you a dancer versus a bartender. Like, it's just the average dollar is faster. Well, I, I respect them all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm in a situation where I could take a woman from nothing to something like that. Okay. I could you start in that you position, a business and right. you can make six figures the same year we start the business. And it'd be okay with me, which I've done before. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, like, we're not going to be worried about the fast dollar. We're going to worry about the integrity. We're going to worry about our name, our credibility, our reputation. And we're going to go get money the way that we can control it, you know, the right way. Me, I done dealt with them all, so... I would say <laughs> it'll be a little easier to, to mess with a dancer yeah, because they have to do less to get their money or whatever the case is. Fathers with the barter girls and the, and the waitresses, they ain't making the type, a lot of times they ain't making the type of money that the dancers making, so they got to do a little bit more and feed it to a nigga a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Maybe even link up with a nigga a little bit more to make a little extra ends meet. Because I don't, I'm trust me, I don't, I don't mess with them all. So a lot of times with the dancers, you just, They'll to gauge and fantasize you in the club, and after that, it's over. You got you got a few that you might clap up, but for the most part, I had the most success with the bottle girls and the waitresses. The, you know what I'm saying? The bartenders and the, and, and the bottle girls. Okay, ass or titties? I love some ass. You know what Shit, what I'm ass or oh, titties? Goddamn! <laughs> I don't care nothing about them titties. <laughs> you if them you titties. got them, you they they like sprinkles. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> look, look, and, and ass is the cake, right? We can have a cake without sprinkles, but we can't have sprinkles without cake. Facts. I'm gonna say this to the audience. I want y'all to look at me <laughs> right attention. now. I don't pay single women's bills. <laughs> I don't pay single women bills. So if if you can, if other men can have you, then I'm not paying nothing. I'm not tricking nothing. I'm not doing nothing. I'm going to give the bare minimum it takes. For so you want the pussy for free? I get most of my cat for free. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, raining. I, I, I'm, I'm backwards. It's raining cat. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm backwards, though. If you lock in with me, that's when I start looking out for you right. and taking care of you. You know what I'm saying? But if you are in a space to where you can have me and have multiple men... You can't get nothing out of me. You go get it out of them. You can't get nothing out of them. Now, if you're sitting down, even if we ain't in a committed situation, if you're sitting down 
You just focusing on you. You're doing what you're supposed to do, taking care of your responsibilities yourself, putting you first. Then cool. I'm going to help you out. I'm, I'm going to fund it. You know what I'm saying? But all of that single women coming. But as soon as you catch tricking. wind. I'm not tricking. Oh, yeah. No, if I hear <laughs> that another nigga coughed on you and your hair blew from the air of the cough. <laughs> you hear me? It's all that's over with it's dead it's dead it's dead <laughs> so all of y'all that think when y'all see me out and stuff like that you finna get me and i'm finna start paying bills and buying rollies and cars and stuff like that no but until you lock in with me and you sit down you know what i'm saying that's when i start to do my thing so what would you say uh would be your most toxic trait I would say whatever you do to me, just know I'm going to do it to you 10 times worse. Oh, so yours is revenge. Yeah. I'm going to get my lick back every time. And it might not be today or tomorrow. It might be a year or two from now. Right. It ain't going to be sexy when I get my lick back. back. I ain't going to forget it. <laughs> so when you when you get your lick back, do you be like, yeah, bitch, you remember? Or like, ha-ha. Like, you going to know what the fuck going on. You going to know what the fuck going on. Soon as you ask me, I'm going to let you know, like, what the fuck going okay, on. Okay, okay. So on that note, I will say this. I like to wait until people forget about it. So if you do something dirty to me, I'll wait a long time till you forget all about it. It might be months, it might be years before I turn around and do what I do. You know what I'm saying? Because I need to get you off guard. I need to get you when you when you're not thinking about it. It's it's the it's the hit that you don't see coming that knock you out. So when it comes to like a situation since you like to get your lit back, what would be the best in line for an argument? I don't know, cause I'm not really a good arguer, and that makes motherfuckers mad when I wasn't that shit, cause. Usually, I don't like arguing. I don't like addressing shit too much. I just like either laugh it off or just like bring up another conversation. So I don't know. I'm not good argue at all. I just say okay. I think I'll be like okay too. I get real quiet. When I get real quiet, bitch, that's when you right. Know, that's it. I hit the this okay. Bitch got some bullshit over. stirring up in her motherfucking head. Uh, yeah, I'm unresponsive. Yeah, my wife knows. My daddy taught me that. If you don't got shit to say, don't say it at all. I think I try to be big on that because I always got some shit to say. Like, my mouth don't stop. So it's like, we arguing every last word, and but, bitch, I'm going to get the last word. <laughs> right. Once I said what I needed to say after that, you can talk as much as you want. I'm done. My part's over with. So, Molly, how you got the name Holy anyways? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you a little mole. You molding in that bitch. It is really. <laughs> now, coming up, you know, I'm, fr I'm, I'm initially I'm from the trail, so with my tax office and that and everything. So growing up, you know what I'm saying? It was a saying that we used to say, we used to be like, oh, this nigga got moly face. I used to always look sad all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? So people always used to fuck with me. That's used to kind of, I used to gamble a lot. And so who is moly? Lose. It's another person? No, it was just like a saying that we used to say, like, sad face. Oh. And I always used to gamble and lose and shit. And I always be looking sad <laughs> as fuck. So shit, they used to stuck on me. That's just a resting face. just like always look sad. When I'm not smiling, I'm sad. So when you go out to the club, how do y'all feel about girls that say like men shouldn't be smoking hookahs? I don't give a fuck what a bitch say. <laughs> That's a lot of things I about feel nothing. like they should be doing. Name one thing you feel like they shouldn't be doing. Wearing they, uh, they homegirls clothes. You know what I'm saying? Not coming out if the, the wig ain't laid right. You know, it's a lot of things. Shit. Yeah, I feel like makeup is a lie. <laughs> it's definitely a lie. You are, yeah, you are untruthful. Yeah. I just, I like the girls that got, like, you could tell, like, when they wear the makeup, and it, they got skin, like, their skin are smooth. But when it's, like, bumpy, but then sometimes it's still a lie, because then they wipe it off, and it be, like, discolored. Look, I got to see you without it. <laughs> if I like how you look without it first, put it on. I don't care what you're doing. But if you don't look right, what's up under there, 
then take the same money you go spend at Sephora and go and spend that at the esthetician and get your skin <laughs> taken care of. Go and get you some Neutrogena products, some hyaluronic acid serum. Go and get you some CeraVe. Like, take care of your skin. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Stop okay, covering it up. You're ladies. actually making it worse. It yeah. Pay attention, right. ladies. Right. Pay attention. And, and then on top of that, learn how to hug when you got makeup on. <laughs> right? That's you know how worst. many designer shirts I can't wear no more? Because y'all want to. You, know, you only want, of you me, want air hugs and church hugs. Get your face off me. When you know your face going to come off on me, don't put it on me. I got a whole face print right here. Hey, like, I've, you know what I've I'm learned saying? to that. Nigga, I'm full in like a damn. <laughs> I live too far from downtown to be going man. home to change clothes. I've right? So once you damage up. me, it's over. It's, I got to go. I'm staying in. <laughs> I'm in for the night. Right? That's why I wear black all the time now. You know what I'm saying? I could hide it at least. Not only that, when y'all go to stay at these niggas' houses and you lay on these folks' pillows, you know how many pillowcases I had to throw away because of that before <laughs> in my day? I'm talking about I have Versace pillow sets and stuff I had Look, to throw that's away. how you normally when a bitch is ugly and they don't wash their makeup off. Like, that's when red flag is number one. Like, when she, you get to the house and she still wake up with the same makeup on, like, nine times out of ten, she ugly. First of all, I got my cellular water at the house. I got makeup wipes at the house. I got that white rag that ain't white no more, but it's clean <laughs> at the house. <laughs> Everything that you need to take your face off of your face before you get in any bed in my place. He got the unbuild a bitch. Right, kid. soon as we <laughs> see <laughs> Soon as we get into the house, go this way, right in there. It's a whole drawer for you. Yeah, at least you'll be able to say your hair do, ladies. But that makeup guys. Okay, so if it's one thing you could change in the world, what would it be? Oh man, so many things I would change in the world. Um, I would decentralize the banking system. I feel like there's too much manipulation going on. Right, it's a good thing and a bad thing because if you understand how to play the game, you can work the loopholes to get rich, right? And you know, I'm fortunate enough to understand enough for me to make a better way for myself, right? But that information just isn't readily available and will never be readily available because it's their agenda to keep it a secret. So with that being said, I feel like that will kind of even the playing field for people a lot if we decentralize the banking system. What about you, Molly? I think like in poverty, like. We meant all the money that we've been giving to these countries and helps support um, wars and everything like that. We could have been getting all these people out the streets, you know what I'm saying? Building small houses for them, you know, tiny house homes for them. Letting these homeless people and a lot of people that's less fortunate, you know, have somewhere to stay, you know, if it's putting up more Section 8 for single mothers, you know, just helping out people a lot more than rather, you know, just supporting other places, other countries, and other people that's not. That means really no good to us, you know. I just feel like we um, Americans and our government spend our money wildly as hell. You know what I'm saying? They don't, like, they like the pro. It's good to have poverty, I guess. They like to keep you, you know, grounded in the position where you can't grow. But, and I love your looks. Yeah, you know, how y'all guys came with the, y'all ideas of changing the world. I like that. Um, I want to thank y'all for coming on the podcast and dropping some knowledge and gems. Um, go ahead and let the people know where they can find you guys at so they can stay connected um, if they want to learn more about you outside of this podcast. You can follow me on IG at tax underscore man underscore moly. And um, like I said, I'm easy going, I'm easy to talk to. Anytime you see me eyeing a bot, you can come holler at me and talk to me. You see me at a bar, most likely I'm going to make you take a shot. But, you know, we're going we gonna, to we gonna talk. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm an easy person, you know. I don't, even if I don't like you, you know what I'm saying? Whatever the case, you might think I don't. I might have hit your bitch. Whatever the case is. 
just talk to me. You know what I'm saying? We can we can figure it out. And me, you can follow me at I A M J O N E S. I am Jones four oh seven on Instagram. Um I, you can also follow me at Safe Tax Nation at Instagram, safetaxnation.com. Um if you're interested in getting into the tax business, either as a contractor because you got a career job, you don't want to leave. You know, you just want to supplement your income or if you want to start a business, you don't have a big budget and you want to start a virtual office where you have contractors work for you or you have the budget to start a brick and mortar. You can hit me up. Um, I have a program for all of you guys. I've helped people make hundreds of thousands, even millions of dollars in a single tax season over these years. And we also offer credit repair services now. So if you're interested in that and also look for safe smoke shops opening up in your area, the first one is opening up in uh, Winter Springs right now. And we're working on locations two and three. So everything's safe, all safe enterprises. That's me. I am Jones 407. And there you have it, you guys. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe with your girl, Taylor Rose and your boy. FL double O all shaker. We're going to keep shocking. Hey, where you well